At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is our number two primetime action on this Monday night from Las Vegas, South Point Sportsbook Studios. Ben Wilson, Adam Burke, Kelly Bidlin behind the glass, Matt and Gil uh, getting at least for Gil the week off. Matt will be back on Wednesday. And we've got, look, as, as loaded of a slate as we could ever ask for, Adam, five whole Major League Baseball games, uh, one singular hockey game about to start, and a bunch of other action going on right now, sort of. We'll talk college baseball here in a second because it is, as I said before the break, fascinating, the totals and the number of runs scored in these games, and there are some betting opportunities uh, to be had. But first, Kelly Bidlin, uh, you have the, the distinct honor of updating us on the, the one score that is live right now. So please, yeah. Kelly, when, what when is we, the update? When we talked about this plan during the break, I don't know if I realized there was only one game going on. Yeah. But yes, that is two to nothing Reds over the Diamondbacks. This game right now in the bottom of the fourth inning. Reds minus 475 live over at DraftKings. Diamondbacks plus 325, seven and a half is your live total. Uh, Adam, you were on the Diamondbacks pregame. Any, uh, would you have... Would you suggest to anybody out there maybe a look at the live money line at this point at plus 325? Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely. They have one hit. They've made very little contact. Uh, Madison Bumgarner doesn't even have a swing and miss yet tonight, so obviously he looks really good. Uh, Honestly, I'm lucky to only be down 2-0 in this game with that bet, and hopefully the Reds' bullpen has to come in because they've been uh, pretty awful here throughout the course of the season. Look, there you go. Stay away. I mean, somebody decided to turn Hunter Green into Cy Young tonight. He's only only a 6.19 ERA coming in, four and a half walks per nine innings, and look just looking at what he has done so far. This is four innings, one hit, five Ks, uh, 57 pitches, 34 strikes. It's like what what are we seeing? And it's yeah, the guy in Hunter Green who remember what was it uh, four starts ago? I believe he gave up just like it was basically batting practice. The Brewers hit home run after home run after home run off of him, and uh, yeah. Here we are. I think it was the last game the Brewers did anything on offense. Probably, Their yeah, offense has been right. struggling lately. So the one time you, you go against Hunter Green, and wow. he's like, Adam Burke, not tonight, okay? Not tonight. Uh, we should note, though, one uh, one addendum here to the baseball schedule. Already told you as well, if you're just joining us, the uh, the Rangers-Guardians game, that is off John Gray, Cal Quantrill, postponed doubleheader for those two teams tomorrow. What did you say that was? Ninth postponement already for ninth, the Guardians? Yep, wow. ninth one for the Guardians. So, uh, I mean, I assume that we'll get Quantrill and Gray in one of the games tomorrow. The other one's supposed to be Taylor Hearn and Connor Pilkington, who actually Pilkington had like a three-mile-per-hour increase in fastball velocity in his last start. So Oof. I don't know what that was all about. I don't know if the, gu- if the gun 
sun was hot or what. Uh, but Connor Pilkington, maybe a name to keep in mind for my okay. Cleveland Guardians. All right. Interesting. Uh, the game about to start. Robbie Ray, Christian Javier, Mariners at Astros. We just gave you our uh, breakdown in the last segment. That is now at DraftKings. I'm seeing as high as Javier in the Strohs, minus $1.80. You see it uh, on our screen, minus one seventy three, eight. With that total evenly juiced here at minus 110 each way. The other game that was supposed to start at, at this 8 o'clock Eastern hour, the Toronto Blue Jays and Ross Stripling against Daniel Lynch and the Kansas City Royals. That one is in a rain delay. A lot of money coming in, pouring in, uh, quite literally at Coffin Stadium. And then also in the betting market is the Jays were up to a $2 favorite. So we've got about an hour uh, to wait on that one. I don't know if there's anything you'd recommend there. That is a, a hefty price to pay, trying to, ha- having to fade now the worst team in baseball. We didn't think it would, it would take only June 6th for the Reds to get out of the basement, but the Royals have uh, overtaken them for worst team in the game, 17-35. and 35. And now you got to lay, and I just saw it at South Point, goes to minus 205. you got to lay $2 with a fifth starter on the mound on the road here in Kansas City. Yeah, the one thing I did think about with this game was the first five-run line for Toronto, but Ross Stripling is a guy – He's very solid. He's been a very valuable pitcher throughout the course of his career. He slots into the rotation here because Hunjin Ryu is on the injured list. Forearm issue for him, and in fact, they're getting more testing done, which is never a good thing when you talk about a forearm injury. The thing for Stripling, it's his sixth start of the year, but he hasn't actually worked more than two and two-thirds since May 7th. So I don't really know how long he'll actually be able to go in this game. So that was the reason why I kind of backed off the Blue Jays a little bit. But his hard hit percentage this season, under 33%. That's the best that he's had in a while. Better pitch mix, high swinging strike rate. For as long as Stripling is in this Blue Jays rotation, I think he'll be a really valuable pitcher. We'll just have to see how big the prices are now that Toronto is starting to hit a little bit more. Yep, and look, continue with as you mentioned, the Blue Jays starting to, to find the bats as well as we get into the month of June. Big price they have to lay, but again, it's not going to start for at least another hour. That is that is the time we've been given here. We'll see if that gets moved back even further. So what that leaves us with, and the one other thing is NHL, they're moments away from puck drop. Uh, final little line moves we're seeing at this point to Avalanche down as low as, depending on the book, if you shop around, Avs minus 119 is the lowest price you can find at this point. Still minus 130. Most of the, most of the books in and around the marketplace with a total of six and a half heavy, heavy juice to the over there at minus 145. The books that are showing under seven, if you want to get a seven, you'd have to play that under. It would be minus 136 uh, to the under, depending on, on what you're looking for there. So that is the NHL game starting here momentarily. There's also the college baseball, which is going to be the subject of one of my fruit baskets coming up later. It is, Kelly, You've been it, firing, Ben. You've been it is, firing. It is fat. Okay, college baseball. Like, I don't know what they're – I don't know. Okay, first off, it's 2022. Do we really need to be playing baseball with aluminum bats still? Like, this isn't Little League, okay? We, I think we have the ability. Like, guys, they play in wood bat leagues in the summer. What are we doing? But – at least from a betting angle, it is great because the, the overs in – now all the books now are hanging lines on these individual regional games. We're, this is the last night of regionals. Tomorrow we're going to talk super regionals. We'll have uh, Mike Harge, former uh, baseball professional in the minor leagues and a, and a current uh, analyst on a lot of these college baseball games to join us on the show. But it is amazing, Adam, the number of these games where like you look up and it's just abso- like absolute carnage. Run after run after run. We have – like there are – Five games in progress right now. Four of them have either already gone over or are on pace to go over pretty pretty comfortably. Uh, and we had, a, we had a situation over the weekend. You ready for this, Kelly? I don't, know why you you would, I don't know why you would be more interested in this than Adam. I think Adam would just roll his eyes. <laughs> so, okay, Oklahoma State's regional. 
So the, Oklahoma State, and they're, they're playing right now uh, against Arkansas to go to Super Regionals. This is the regional final in Stillwater. You ready for the totals in, in these games? Fire. 15 in the first game, which is, all right, whatever, 10-5. Nice. They beat Missouri State. Okay, that, they, they went over the total in that one. That's pretty fair. All right, game two, they lose to Arkansas 20-12. to So just your common 32. Then they play Missouri State again in an elimination game. They're down 12 nothing. Uh, the final score in that game, Adam? Oklahoma State 29, Missouri State 15. Whoa. Like, there are college football games with fewer, with like a lot less scoring than that. And then they beat Arkansas to force the regional final last night, only 14, 10, and 10 innings. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm with you guys. I don't know what's, what, like, why are we still playing with aluminum bats? Like, it, this what's is just, it's just like every other sport where, like, as we, as we figure out more scientific advancements and how you know how to train players, get them stronger, get them fat. Like they keep getting better and better at all these sports, and we're using aluminum bats when when we know with baseball players, it's still a struggle for a lot of them to make that transition from aluminum to wood when they're going to play you know pro baseball. So yeah, I, I don't know. Like I would let's just get rid of them earlier. And I, I, I know you could say then they're going to struggle adjusting from high school to to college, but whatever. Like it. College baseball is at least a bigger product. I think you got to figure that out sooner than later. Somebody, yeah. basically, some of these games last forever, that, too. And that, so it. that is the one thing. It is like the number of games that are over four hours, and I can attest to this, that having just done play-by-play for college baseball postseason games in the on the WAC tournament a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it, uh, it's a lot. It, it gets tough to even even you're in the booth and you're like, all right, come on, let's let's just let's get this thing. Done. All right, oh, I'm officially I, in. Jake Hahn has approved my Avalanche team total over three and a half. Oh, so it's uh it's about the smallest bet I've made in I don't know how many months, but yeah, let's go in. Avalanche over three and a half. He's in. That's impressive. All Oklahoma right. State game, nothing, nothing in the bottom of the third and, year yeah. today. And and by the way, eighteen so, and a half total. The books I think, finally juiced. I think it up. Westgate here opens college baseball totals first. At least that's what it looks like. They opened the total for Arkansas Oklahoma State at twelve and a half, and it closed <laughs> eighteen and a half. And obviously, you know they're probably not taking significant <laughs> yeah. money on these, but uh, one way money on the over, I guess we could so, say. And a couple of, uh, games that went final since we were just on the air. Uh, Kelly, Matt Brown's alma mater, LSU Tigers, they're done. They lose 8-7 to Southern Miss. So Southern Miss is moving on to Super Regionals. That was basically a pick Of course, that goes over. And Vanderbilt, always a juggernaut. They go down in Corvallis, Oregon State. So two teams uh, able to win and hold serve. And basically, if you're a regional host, you get to host at your home ballpark the entire regional. So How's my school doing this year? I don't even know. Uh, FSU is uh, out of it. They they made a regional. They made the regional and lost? Uh, They did. Were they in the Miami regional or something? (laughs) Because it's always like the same. It's like it's, four Florida yeah. schools always end up somewhere. In, in no, like, they they went to the Auburn Regional and uh, okay. they they beat UCLA. Where tr- they lost twenty one seven to Auburn and then lost UCLA in a rematch two one. So Florida State is uh, is out. That's uh, Aub- yeah. Auburn is uh, one of going to be one of my uh, fruit baskets. Mm, all right, little, all right. Did uh, did my alma mater, the Akron Zips, make it to the regional? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't. No. So I do have I have one bet right now in college baseball going. I didn't because this started before we went on the air. I took Ole Miss uh, laying a dollar sixty five against Arizona, and I, of course this got bet up. I had, it end, ends up closing minus one ninety, and I'm thinking, oh boy, the old hashtag closing line value monster, gentlemen, gonna gonna get to us again. But that game right now is Ole Miss nineteen, Arizona five in the top of the seventh inning. So maybe we should just be blind, blindly betting these college baseball totals over. Seems like maybe. it. By the way, Akron Zips manager Chris Sabo. Wow. Just that's, throwing that out that's there. That's an interesting 
name. Uh, my alma mater did not make it. Missouri Tigers. You're always name dropping on the run line, so I, I had to do it that here is, on, no, on I, PTA tonight. I get it. You're you're uh, you're, you're good. That, that makes a lot of sense. So I just th- I thought I'd mention it because we're gonna uh, the college baseball discussion is interesting, and, and super regionals will basically be eight different best of three series, which I believe start this weekend, and we'll have all those matchups. We have some of them set. We'll have them actually finalized. We should have them all finalized by tomorrow. That is at least the plan according to the scheduling. There have been some delays. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Plays some games who've, that have had to get pushed back, but uh, that'll, that'll be what we uh, look out for, and we'll have Mike Harjohn talk about that more. So I don't know if we... Uh We'll see if we can get convince Adam Burke to. I mean, Kelly, it seemed like we didn't have to do much to talk you into an NHL bet tonight. I rattled no, off like two stats. Yeah, no, and you, you were already. You're like, okay, I'm good. I'm gonna. When fire. it's uh, when the NBA begins to slow down, yeah, I, I, I get a, I get a little bit more, uh, yeah. and I need to fire on something. You know, I know you're. The show is the, called Primetime yeah, Action. Need some action, right? man. Need some action. I know you're sad that they moved the World Cup to uh, the winter because that this would have been like prime. Actually, Kelly yes, Bidlin I am. Yeah, summer. I would have watched that. You would. You definitely. So, I definitely would have bet on it with no knowledge <laughs> you, whatsoever. Uh, that is absolutely correct. Okay. When we return, it is that time of the show. We give you our fruit baskets right here on Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. The betting splits page will show you where the money and bets are moving for every game, and now it is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not only tonight's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way vsin is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. It is... With Ad, alongside Adam Burke, myself, Ben Wilson, Kelly Bidlin, behind the glass. It's always a segment, Adam, whenever we get to fill in on the show, we, we probably look forward to the most. And we just kind of hope we get to fill in on a Monday because that means fruit baskets and uh, we let's, let's roll it. We're ready. Fruit baskets. Some bets are more fruitful than others. Let's find out who deserves a fruit basket of their own for helping the primetime action crew win this weekend. Thank you, Danielle Alvari. And let's roll right into it because that, uh, it, the best part of this too, Kelly, is the pictures that we then get superimposed over the baskets. I can't. I, it's and, too uh, funny. I, I mean, what is <laughs> what is going First up, as Adam will talk us through his first fruit basket of Matt Olson. Like, what is going on with the pose here that you're uh, – I'm not really sure what to make of it. I don't know. 
That's a really good question. Uh, what, that's like uh, like the brawny guy from the the paper towels. All right, first you got, just you holding gotta, a fruit basket. You got to understand when we're talking the uh, you know we, we got to select headshots you know to to basically yeah. impose superimpose over these uh, these random pictures we find of people carrying fruit baskets. So. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, Adam, I don't know why we, we were able to find the one that fit the body, but it makes it somehow this shot looks like you are the angriest man <laughs> to ever give up, uh, give fruit to anybody or have a fruit farm there or a fruit is. stand or anything. There it is. It looks like you've been, you've been, you've been asked to partake in the delivery of said fruit basket and you are now angrily showing up. At Kelly's front door to de- to deliver the. Yeah, it's basket. like if you actually had to bring me fruit. Yeah, it looks money. like you're just okay. Like take the fruit, get out of my life. I never <laughs> exactly. want to see you again. But at least Matt Olson is someone who turned that frown upside down this week. There, Adam. Yeah, a little bit. I, I don't do a whole lot of run line betting. Um, you know, just for a variety of different. Even though reasons. you host a show called. Even though the run I host line. a show called yeah. the Run Line, I the. I, mean, I don't know. I didn't have a, any input in the name of the show, but I guess it works. Uh, but look, you know. Matt Olson, two out, or well, one out, but a 0-2 single to play a couple of runs in the 10th inning for the Braves on Friday night. Uh, they were up one nothing. I was terrified because you know, I had the run line as opposed to the money line, and uh, Matt Olson gets that 0-2 single in a lefty-lefty matchup after Austin Riley was intentionally walked in front of him. So, you know, uh, very nice for him to come through there. But the other one I think is more important, and that was also on Friday night, Joe Musgrove. So Joe Musgrove, unfortunately, came against your Milwaukee Brewers. But flirts with a no-hitter in that game, goes eight innings, gives up one hit. I've got Musgrove at 25-1 to to win the National League Cy Young from prior to the season. He's now down in the 6-1 to range. Uh, That would have been the signature moment, I think, in in terms of a Cy Young campaign if he'd have finished off that no-hitter. But he's been really, really good. The Padres have maybe the best starting staff in baseball with what Ruben Niebel has done there. Uh, Mackenzie Gore was really good the next night. But uh, Joe Musgrove, 25-1, to seems like – Pretty far and away the best futures ticket I made prior to the season. So congrats, Joe Musgrove. You'll now get an angry Adam Burke showing up at the front door. An angry fruit basket. Yeah. Well, like if you're flying to San Diego. That sounds like something uh, that would have to be on like Urban Dictionary. An angry fruit basket. Right. I don't know if something I like you don't I don't want to know what it is. I don't want to go down that down that <laughs> path. I just know at, like Adam will be on the front the doorstep of, of Joe Musgrove's house at some point with that fruit basket. All right. I have mine. I, my picture is also. I'm not really sure. I mean, what what is going on well, there? I, I I mean, yeah, I think you're great. Yours, it, yours works perfect. Yeah, Come on. I mean, it's just a guy who's got some rolled up sleeves and really really skinny arms, ready to give you Look, some apples. Looks like you're meeting your girlfriend's parents for the first time. Yeah, and he loves picking apples. I yeah, love ben the, just oh. picked those apples fresh. Oh yeah, you know, like for us, when we grow up in Wisconsin, he's proud. Oh of that. yeah, he's that proud is what we do. That's absolutely the first thing you think of, Mr. and Mrs. Of. Sanderson. Would you like some apples from my orchard? That's that. Okay, I don't <laughs> that's know your how to That's your girlfriend's parents' names. <laughs> I'm dating the Sanderson, the Sanderson, Sanderson daughter. Okay. Give well. Sounds good. Uh, well, I know I will be giving a fruit basket to Rafael Nadal, who like. We and we're you know you and I Adam we think that along the same lines same same deal with you Kelly we're all we're, we're kind of numbers based guys we we like to make plays based off the numbers and statistical models and analytics but at the same time if there's an athlete who is always going to transcend those numbers it is probably Rafael Nadal and a guy who wins his 14th French Open title there was no reason for me to want to bet him pre-tournament came in in pretty poor form had 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 some injury issues in the lead up to. Uh, this tournament, the French Open, he was not even close to being the favorite here, but he comes out, he gets to the quarterfinals playing Novak Djokovic and pulls off 
uh, one of the great upsets, it, maybe not from the betting market perspective, because he was maybe a dollar eighty underdog in that match. But to beat Novak Djokovic the way he did, a guy in Djokovic, number one in the world, who was playing just lights out tennis leading up to the match. Nadal wins in four sets, and I don't know, Kelly, if you felt the same way, but I, I, I'm thinking as soon as that match ended, they reposted the odds. Nadal was minus 200 to win the French Open, and I'm thinking there is no chance he is losing to either Alexander Zverev, Kasparud, or Holger Vitas, Navsgad, Ruin, our favorite uh, Dane who made that incredible mm -hmm. run, the 19-year-old. And, and Nadal ends up like he beats uh, Zverev. Sure, it was a really tight match early before Zverev ends up having to retire in the second set, but he gets past Zverev and then just absolutely obliterates Kasparud, making his first appearance in a Grand Slam final. Three, three, and oh. Uh, and so, look, uh, Rafael Nadal, 14th French Open title. The guy, I mean, he has been an absolute uh, force since 2005. Can you, like 17 years since he won his first French Open, doing it again. So that's my first fruit basket. We'll go back to the whole college baseball well, uh, because as we just talked about in the last segment, there have been some great betting angles to bet the college baseball. And uh, Gil Alexander actually last week asked me, on, I was filling in on, on both this show and a numbers game, and he said, all right, I want you to come up with some regional bets. Gave out three teams to win regionals and, and hey two of them actually won so i felt uh, actually happy about that auburn tigers plus 150 they get it done at home and they they closed out that regional earlier today so uh, they get the job done they beat ucla heading to super regionals and then notre dame they knocked off texas tech 2-1 they were plus 145 to win uh, that regional so a job well done for both the irish and the tigers and kelly i'm, I'm just i'm trying to keep the wheels turning getting you closer and closer pull you in there College baseball. Come on, baby. There we Let's go. go. I was, I was Kel Kelly's 25% of the way to giving one to the Avalanche, too. That's right. I, I was locked in on the Avalanche power play that they just scored on. So, yeah, I'm 25% of the way there. there Let's go, go, baby. Let's go. I love it. Uh, fruit baskets for me this weekend. I'm going to go a lot off of what you just said, Ben. Sometimes, uh, you know, we dive real deep into how to make bets here, and really we throw a lot of, a lot of different stats at you and everything like that. Sometimes it's not that difficult. Yes, I thought the Warriors were going to bounce back in, in this game too. Um, didn't want to lay the points with them, though. Rather just play them in the money line, and then you start looking – Friday, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, oh, what if I just tied Moneyline into Iga and Nadal? That I'm really, yes, that you'd be laying $4 and $6, respectively, in those matches by themselves. But, okay, instead of taking a minus 160 Moneyline price or whatever it was on the Warriors, take it down and make it about plus 120, tying these two in here. Ends up being a nice little game two winner doing it that way. And it was... I mean, no sweat, right, Ben? It's one of those, it was no sweat yeah. in either of the tennis matches. The basketball game was over by the third quarter. And it's, you know, sometimes this thing is really, really difficult. Sometimes it's not. It's, 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 it's amazing when those days happen. But that was a good weekend to have a nice little parlay with all those three together uh, that got home pretty easily. Steph Curry also uh, pictured here because I, I, I did play a player prop over on him. Over 28 and a half points. Leaves the game the, uh, with 29. Doesn't play a oh. single minute of the fourth quarter. And uh, it gets there. It gets How many home. times have you been on the other side of that by... Oh, man. I mean, uh, it's too many times to count. Well, I mean, you can count those times way, or I can, way more than the ones I've won. I'm sure they're about even, but, you know, you always remember the ones you've that's lost. That's what we do. It's sports betting. That's yeah, that is do. sports betting. You remember the remember ones those. you lost by a half a point, not the ones you won. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, next up here, golf this weekend at the Memorial. Uh, just a few guys to uh, – 
get some fruit baskets out to no, no outrights got home had, had some guys that had some nice runs over the weekend but Billy Horschel I mean really impressive what he did on Saturday and the tournament was basically over then um, but Xander Shoffley I talked about it on the show last week uh, really big top 20 bet on him at plus 105 uh, so that got home that was nice and then Max Homa, who's been, who has been really coming through, making money, in the, uh, playing really, really good golf recently. Uh, top twenty big, uh, top twenty bets on him at plus one sixty five, and Jordan Spieth as well. Another top twenty finish for him. So uh, all those together, and a bunch, uh, a few matchup wins. Won all my matchups this week. Makes it a small winning week in golf. Um, that's what we're talking about. We talk about it on the show all the time. But if you're going to bet golf. It's not about hitting those outrights all the time. It's bet mountain, betting these matchups and different finishing position markets and stuff to keep your bankroll alive to keep betting until you hit those outrights when they eventually do come. So, yeah, um, yeah three uh, three nice golf hits at least in the top twenty market this weekend for me. I'm I'm honestly at the point now. I don't I hardly ever bet. I'll I'll throw like a future or two if it's a major. But I'm at the point now, Kelly, and especially like the books here have started to get better about it. I'm almost a, exclusively a derivatives guy now. Yeah, and you got I mean, I especially it. with some guys, you just got to look at uh, like there if you want to take a shot on some of the younger guys, like a Cameron Young, I had an outright ticket on this week. He had three straight top 3 finishes, yeah. right? How can you really back off that? Xander Shoffley Sorry, Xander, I might kill you a bit here. But it's like, we know how little you win. Yes. You're a very it's good true. golfer. You're not a great golfer there. So I made a I made a large bet on the top 20, skipped an outright bet. Of course. Well, in the meantime, you've got your team total for the Avs looking good. one nothing Colorado. Kale McCarr, the uh, first period goal for the Avs. They lead it one 2 nothing. All right, on the other side, we've got the all-time Major League Baseball hit king, Pete Rose. He joins us next here on Primetime Action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter 21 plus only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com for details drink responsibly ben wilson joined by adam burke we have kelly bidlin behind the glass as always it is prime time action here from vston the sports betting network and we've got kelly he's yelling over here behind the glass during during breaks avalon got his uh team total over three and a half there kelly and what we're all we're hitting post yeah i got i got a post oh. hit and then i don't even like know the rules of hockey but you know some guy on the, watch you doing it, some guy on the bo- board just gets blindsided like checked in the back i'm like is that a penalty and adam's like yeah sh- should have been should have been oh, i should man. be on another power play man come on I want to cast this early. <laughs> we're, we're like, keep in mind, we're nine and a half minutes into the game. It's already one nothing. And Kelly, yeah, wants, I don't want to sweat this out. More. I don't want to go home and have he to watch the more. Kale McCarr with the goal. It's now, I'm looking live. Your abs now minus anywhere from minus 220 to 235. Live total six and a half juiced uh, to the over. And the Reds have made it four nothing in, in the bottom of the fifth inning. So uh, the, the Kyle Farber double scores two. And uh, the Reds all over the Diamondbacks. That's probably a good segue to bring in a very special guest here on the show. He is Pete Rose. He is Major League Baseball's all-time hit king, three-time World Series champion. He also now co-hosts. He, well, he hosts. Look, he, I just happen to be along for the ride, but he hosts the Pete Rose's Daily Picks podcast, which launched back in October of, of last season. Pete correctly picked the Braves to win the World Series, and we've been doing the show ever since. Uh, I'm lucky enough to get to host alongside Pete every single day. So, Pete, What's gotten into your Reds? Look at look at you. You're joining us, and, and the Reds all of a sudden are playing 500 baseball uh, over over the last month. Uh, welcome to the show. Well, it, 
if you want to know the truth, if you eliminate that start they had, uh, they have one of the best records in the league the last uh, 20, 25 games. It's just, it's just, I don't know what it was, Ben. It just took them a while to get started. They needed uh, you there. You know, they, they, they got new players uh, because they got rid of Suarez. They got rid of Castellanos. Uh, they got rid of, of, of uh, Winkler. Uh, you know, when you take three, four, and five out of your lineup, it's hard to replace them. They didn't have much to replace them with, and I think that's why they got off to such a miserable start. But it's a long season. I'm not going to say they're going to win because they're not. Uh, but there again, at least they're competitive now. And, uh, uh, because you can you can ruin a season the first month of the season just like you can uh, win a season with the first month of the season. That's just the way baseball is. I'll, look, Pete, all I know is you went back to Cincinnati for a, for an event there. You got to go to a few games, and, and immediately they won four straight games. So clearly you had, you had something to do with it. And well, it's also yeah, – it's, it's, well, it, go ahead. Don't forget who they're playing, Ben. Don't forget who they were playing. That's a, that's a fair point. Look, yeah, we're, the, we're the not, Chicago Cubs, not exactly lighting the world on fire this year. I get yeah, it. You make a fair yeah. point. Okay. And they played good against <laughs> Pittsburgh. Uh, then they got swept by the Dodgers. Uh, they didn't play well against San Diego. Now tonight they're playing Arizona, the Diamondbacks. I don't think they're going to set the world on fire either. So, uh, you know that that really goes into it. But you got to play who who is ever on your schedule, Ben. And if they're in your town, then you got to go beat them. You know you can't look forward to a week and a half from now. We got a weaker team coming in because it doesn't really work that way. Well, Pete, the uh, the Angels have the Boston Red Sox in front of them tonight, and they've lost 11 in a row. I know you're on some very good teams, but I'm sure you had some very hard times as well with the long season that you talked about. First off, what what is it like when you go through some kind of prolonged losing streak like the Angels are on right now, losing 11 in a row? And like, how do you feel going to the ballpark trying to stop that type of skid? Well, fortunately, it's now. Uh, if it's the second half of the season when you're trying to get in the pennant race. It kills you. You just don't want to go to the ballpark. But I think with the Angels right now, they're not pitching well. They're not hitting well. Trout's over 28 or 29. When's the last time he went over 30? I don't ever remember him going over 30. And and, and Rendon's out of the lineup, so he's a really good player. Uh, I just don't know how good. I just don't know how good the Angels are. You know, my biggest criticism about uh, Mike Trout o- over all the years. Is he never? He never seemed to lead his team into the playoffs, and I know it, it, it's not one guy that does it. Uh, but there again, if your superstar can't lead you into the playoffs, nobody can. And there's no question that Mike Trout is a superstar. He's, I think, by far the best player in baseball. Uh, I guess Aaron Judge is going to try to contend with that right now with all the home runs he said. He's already over 20, 21, 22, and I don't think we're a third of the way. So. Maybe we're looking at a guy that's going to go over 60 home runs this year. And looking at it right now, this is a game that'll start in about an hour. Cindergard and the Angels, about a dollar twenty, dollar nineteen favorite over Michael Waka and the and the Boston Red Sox. And so, Pete, you and I we do this show every single day. So you're it's fascinating now. Like if I were to have told you back in 1989, 33 years later you would be hosting your own sports betting show. Major League Baseball would have completely embraced sports betting in every single way possible. Like, what would you have, What could you have possibly even thought of responding to that if I had dropped in and posed that question to you back in, back in 1989? 
Well, I certainly wouldn't have been suspended for 33 years. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> I think that's fair, uh, yeah. You know, I was just, I was ahead of my time, Benny. That's, that, that's the problem. You know, you know it was always going to boil down to dollars and cents. And, and baseball understands the gambling uh, industry, and, and they might as well cash in on it, which they do in a big way, because these salaries are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Just like football signed that guy, uh, the big defensive guy today for Aaron a big, Donald, huge man. contract. Donald, the biggest contract ever for a lineman in football. So, uh, you know, baseball's always had big contracts. Basketball's got big contracts now. You got several guys in basketball making over forty million a year. Think about that, Ben. That's a big salary, forty million a year to play sports. But if they're paying it, I'll get in line and take it too. You would too. Of course, uh, no, I don't know. No we're question. getting all this money, but they're not—they're not paying these players with phony money. You know, they—they got to have the money, or they wouldn't be giving it to these players. And that's where we sit now. It, no, it, it's a great point you make. It's fascinating to see where we have gotten in society and now in, in the sports betting world. Uh, and with that all yeah. being said, Pete, it means you're now allowed. Like you can make picks. You're you're allowed to do it. I, it's like I know you uh, you have the Red Sox tonight, right? You're, we talk about this Angels struggle and and how you're not liking what you're seeing out of uh, out of Trout and the Halos right now. So you're going uh, you're going back to the well, right? You got the Red Sox as a uh, plus one hundred nine dog, right? Is that, is that right tonight? Well, if you, if you lost eleven in a row. Uh, you know, your first game back home is against the Red Sox. That's that's not really a good sign because the Red Sox are a great offense. They can score runs, and they're a tremendous team. So, uh, you know, the Angels better wake up or they're going to be looking at a 12, 13, 14-game losing streak, which is unheard of today. Even the worst teams in baseball don't lose 11, 12 games in a row. So, Pete, I know it's not just about baseball for you. You're also paying a lot of attention to the NHL playoffs here. Obviously, we've got Colorado yeah. and Edmonton tonight. Avs up one nothing with about six and a half left in the first period. But what are your thoughts on tomorrow night's game between Tampa Bay and uh, the New York Rangers? I think Tampa Bay will win. They're, they're back home now, and they got the monkey off their bat uh, back the last game. Uh, and don't forget, they won two, two straight Stanley Cup championships. So, uh they got uh, they got good blood down there, and, and I think they'll win back home. You know, I want, I know they won in the last game, and that was a struggle. It ended up being three mm-hmm. two, but they had a struggle to win that game. So, uh, but Tampa's a different team when they're playing at home, and I think you'll see that tomorrow night. You, look, Pete, you've been red hot picking. Uh, all I have to say, I mean, I'm, I'm hosting with you every day. You've been great on these playoff uh, hockey picks with, uh, and you're going lightning there minus uh, one. I'm seeing we're showing on our screen 175 tomorrow. NBA, look, NBA has been really, really difficult from a game by game basis. I know you like the yeah. Celtics pre-series, yeah. but you were on the Warriors in Game Two and on the under. Has your opinion changed of that series now? What you have seen here through two games in a one-one series? Well, yeah, I don't think I've changed, but I'm going to say this. Uh, whoever wins game three, that's the next game. Uh, because uh, Golden State has, has shown me that they can score on the, the opposition. Uh, they had a great quarter in the first game. They had a great quarter last night. Uh, whoever wins this next game, I think, will end up winning that series. You know, we're tied right now 1-1. We're going back to Boston for a couple games where I'm sure the Celtics will play better in Boston than they do on the road. So, uh, you know, Golden State's got their work cut out for them. But they're a good team, no question about it. Uh, Curry looks like he might be MVP if he keeps doing what he's doing. Uh, you know, and then you got uh, Thompson and the rest of the group. 
you need you need those guys from Boston, them young players, to rise to the occasion and start hitting those threes like they did in Game One in the third quarter. You know, I mean, or in the fourth quarter, they were down. I think they Boston was down was down twelve or fifteen. They end up winning by twelve and have like yeah. a thirty point turnover. Back in Game I mean, One, that's, right. that's tough to do. But when you're shooting those threes and you're hitting them, man. Sky is the limit. Sky is, is, that is exactly right. Uh, Pete, you are, you are amazing for coming on, being willing to do this. Again, check out uh, the show we do together. Pete Rose's Daily Picks on uh, Apple Podcasts. Pete, you are the man. You are the hit king as well, so that goes without saying. Thank you for the time, and uh, we will be sure to catch up with you here down the road. Thank you so much, Pete. Appreciate it. All right. Talk to you tomorrow morning, Betty. Oh, of course. I'll see you tomorrow. We'll, we'll be back on Beeson in no time up here, Pete Rose. We've got some games to update. We're also uh, going to talk... A number of other topics because we've got some baseball starting to pick up into the late innings. That is next when we return here on Primetime. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is prime time action here on this Monday evening, live from the South Point Sportsbook Studios in Las Vegas with Adam Burke. Follow him at Skating Tripods. Ben Wilson, Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. We're, we're getting a lot, of, a lot of things happening on the Twitter machine. We just had a, a comparison, Gil Alexander, to one Mark Goodman of MTV fame. I, I, Kelly, I, I, never, that's a comp right there, okay? I have never heard that one before. And Great comp. I, I was like, man, where do I recognize that name from? And then Googled it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is... This is about as spot on of a Gil Alexander comparison as he pretty good. Had. Gil Alexander was out uh, this week, but yes, uh, thanks thanks to Cowboys underscore Cubs one who uh, we, yes when you were gone Kelly it came out last week on the show I, it was discovered that I did play the saxophone in uh, in high school for the my local high school marching band at Bed three six five we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk off grand slam. Or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. That's right. And so now I, so the, the high school band guy now replaces Mark were, Goodman on the show. You were able to fit that in with your men's volleyball team action going on too. Yeah. Well, he so he was not a he was not a fan. This particular viewer of my double underscore Twitter name, which I tried to explain. <laughs> I made it as a 15 year old on the volleyball team, and I was like, I'm never changing it. I don't care what. And yeah, here we are today. Oh, just like, look, Adam Burke has a great backstory for his Twitter. We just can't really talk about it on the air, which is. I mean, we, I mean, we can. I played <laughs> hockey on a team called the Skating Tripods. We don't, we don't really want okay, to elaborate that that's, much more. Okay, that's the story. But it, it yeah. just ends right. The the it name lives right on there. with me with the defunct uh, oh, organization. Right. How's that uh, team total going, Kelly? For the apps. You know what? They keep getting uh, penalties called against them. So they, you know, I, you know what I figured out about hockey, Ben? It's a lot harder to score when you've got four skaters on the ice instead of five. What makes so, you say that? 
It's just, you know, it's just kind of simple math. So, you know, it's, it's been tough for them to get a second goal across here. I think I'm going to have to wait till the second period, probably. Re uh, yeah, it's a total revelation uh, out of you there. One note as well, uh, they keep moving the start time back in uh, Kansas City. I'm not sure we're going to get baseball tonight. I don't know. I don't know. Adam. I, it's, it's now a 940 uh, Eastern start time, 640 for those of us here on the West Coast. So that's in an hour for Blue Jays and Royals, if you're looking to get a bet in on that game. Looks like it should clear up after that. But th that kind of brings up an interesting discussion of – you know, does a rain delay favor or hurt one team more than another, something like that? You know, because I, I've always kind of wondered about those things. You know, you're just kind of sitting around. You, I, I feel like if you are running good, you know, you want to play. But, like, I mean, it never rains in Anaheim. But, like, let's assume that there was a rain delay in that game tonight or something like that. And you're the Angels, and you're just sitting there thinking, we've lost 11 in a row. We just want to start this game. Like, we want to try and, you know, get this win or, or maybe get this game over with, depending on how you're feeling about it. But – yeah, that's an interesting one to get the really late start, especially if you wind up with a day game the next day, which we don't have in this series. But those are all things that you can kind of keep an eye on. Something else to keep an eye on, uh, five runs already down in Ooh. Houston. Mariners, Cal Raleigh, the number nine hitter, with sure. a three-run homer off of Christian Javier. Uh, a lot of hard contact so far in this game tonight. We've already got a couple of home runs as well, several extra base hits, so – um, Christian Javier not having a banner night here tonight, and uh, Robbie Ray giving up a solo shot to lead off the game to Jose Altuve. Are you sure that's not a NASCAR stock car driver at Cal Raleigh? I mean, could be. Could, it's not Cal like, Naughton. Yeah. I mean, come on. Cal <laughs> Raleigh. Wow. I feel sorry for John Legaze. I talked him up. He was he bet the Pirates like every game last week against the Dodgers, and that uh, that under uh, that uh, first uh, first five under four and a half has already been uh, torpedoed. There, Mariners four. Uh, Astros won. It is still four nothing, by the way. Reds and Diamondbacks right now. So uh, yeah, you're just you're gonna chalk that one up. Hunter Green shoving tonight. Seven mm. innings, cool. one hit. I think he's got nine strikeouts, eight or nine strikeouts. I don't know. Apparently, all of a sudden, he found home plate, which is something apparently, that's been pretty apparently. challenging for him in most of his starts. Uh, but look, you know, the part of the handicap was also that you know my hope was that Madison Bumgarner and Hunter Green would just kind of cancel each other out, or that Arizona would be ahead because the Diamondbacks do have the better bullpen here. But when you get seven strong from Hunter Green, who's going to come back out for the eighth too, you know, it kind of submarines the handicap a little bit when the bullpen can't come out there and and do its thing. And and the thing for the Reds bullpen has not been very good. Uh, that yeah, that is that is an understatement if there ever was one. Uh, but hey, D backs are twenty to one now on, on the live line if you are so inclined to five and a half now live total juiced to the over. In our next segment, we are gonna talk AL East division odds. It's a fascinating division discussion to have now, Adam, that we are seeing the Blue Jays play better baseball. The Red Sox have found their way back to five hundred. Yankees have been just killing basically in every single category at, at the tops of the league in almost every mark, both on the offensive and defensive sides. But at least in this specific game tonight, we've had a couple of people on already to, talking about this game, Adam. Waka and the Red Sox, Cindergard and the Angels. We're seeing money here coming in on, on the Halos. That I'm seeing it as high in the market now as minus $1.21. Uh, what, at the end of the day, we've seen a couple pitchers who, like Michael Waka, you wrote about this today in your article, his numbers it would indicate that he is due for some negative regression towards him. No, a Syndergaard coming off a couple bad outings in a row. Uh, at the end of the day, do you think the the Angels uh, get the job done, or is there any way you could have <laughs> conviction trying to back the Halos given the struggles that they've had over the last couple weeks? You know, I think it'd be really hard to take the Angels tonight and, and really hard to take the Angels from a full-game standpoint no matter what, even if they do end the losing streak here tonight because their bullpen has been absolutely atrocious over the last three or four weeks, and that was something that I, I kind of talked about. You know, I wrote about that in Point Spread Weekly, and we discussed it on the run line about the Angels' bullpen – 
kind of getting fortunate on some of those balls in play, having a little bit too much batted ball luck. That has completely changed for them now, where they've got a bullpen ERA over six, basically over the last three weeks. So that's been a really, really big problem for them. And it's not even just holding on to leads, but it's also keeping games close. You know, when your bullpen's not performing well, especially if you're not using your primary relievers, you're not keeping a one-run deficit at a one-run deficit. You wind up being down by three, four runs, something like that. It's much, much harder to come back. With that being said, Michael Walker tonight, and this is a really good shortcut. If you want to look for line movement generally out there in the marketplace, 243 ERA, 383 expected ERA, 412 FIP, fielding independent pitching. Mm -hmm. When you've got a low ERA and a high FIP, money usually comes in against that kind of pitcher. And we actually saw money on Waka overnight and this morning. Now we're seeing money on the other side with Syndergaard and the Angels with some buyback. So really interesting line movement in this game as well. No, it is fascinating. And Angel bullpen, they have given up the second most home runs of any bullpen in the majors, a, a bottom six uh, bullpen ERA at this point. And you have Syndergaard, a guy who two of his last three starts has did, failed to get out of the first inning in one of those. And his last start went only two and a third. So, it could be a long night. He's, he's also shown brilliance at times. Had the eight-inning outing against the Rangers in the middle of that with only one run allowed. But and I'm curious, you like from a general perspective, and Syndergaard's a great case study for this, of the way we've seen the balls, the balls changed uh, so far this season and the way we've seen offense start off horrifically slow and low, and now we're seeing more runs as we've gotten through the month of May into the start of June. But Noah Syndergaard, the strikeout numbers are are just a, a joke compared to what he's done historically. This is the first year he's below a strikeout per inning. Only six Ks for, per nine for Syndergaard. Are you, like, what does that tell you when you go deep divey into all these, these, you know, these deep numbers here on a pitcher who we know has an injury track record and we know throws the baseball really, really hard and relies on swings and misses when all of a sudden a guy just takes a big old tumble I like the way he has with his strikeout numbers. Right. So, look, I mean, across Major League Baseball, strikeout numbers have been down throughout the course of this season. And, and I think a lot of guys sort of made this adjustment to pitch to contact when the ball was dead. The ball is not as dead as it used to be. So if you're a guy with a low strikeout rate like a Noah Syndergaard, that's problematic. The more balls in play right now, the worse off you're probably going to be. Also, guys with high strikeout rates can have high strand rates. And by strand rate, I mean leaving guys on base. It's much harder to leave runners out there when you're giving up balls in play, when you're not getting the strikeouts. So for a guy like Syndergaard, for example, his left on base percentage, 68.3%, which is very low. League average is generally about 72%. But when you look at Michael Waka, he's almost at 82% with an even lower strikeout rate than Noah Syndergaard. That's why you look for a negative regression from a guy like Waka and expect more mm -hmm. of those base runners to actually score. If anything tonight, even with the Angels' offense struggling the way that it has, and specifically some of the big names like Mike Trout, Taylor Ward is on the IL now, Anthony Rendon also on the IL, as Pete Rose mentioned, even with those guys on the injured list, the only thing I could consider playing tonight would be the over mm -hmm. because you do have the two pitch-to-contact guys and the one guy specifically in Waka who does show a lot of indicators of negative regression. You can still get plenty of evenly juiced nines right now in the market for that game. So will we'll, the Angels finally snap the streak? I don't know. Uh, end of one period, by the way, at Edmonton as we uh, we get ready for a break. Avalanche won, Oilers nothing, so that Kale McCarr goal. And McCarr entering tonight was the second favorite behind his teammate Nathan McKinnon to win the Conn Smythe 
a trophy award, and that's go- certainly going to help uh, his cause. So one nothing right now. I'm seeing as high as minus 285 live in the market with a total of 5.5, juiced a little bit. Uh, looking, like, looking like in most spots, it's juiced to the over at minus 120. But I did see Kelly Bidlin just like wildly gesticulating behind the glass. Oh, man, they hit more <laughs> posts, man. That, How many- the Avalanche had multiple chances at the end of the period. They couldn't put one home. Uh, but, yeah, it, minus 290 over at, uh, over at DraftKings oh, right high. now. Wow. Yeah, plus but two- another good period from Colorado. Yeah. You know, they, they talked about how they kind of play that boring style of hockey on the road and just kind of take care of their business. Another good road period for them where they had the higher quality chances, as Kelly mentioned. They got the power play goal. You know, and and look, I mean, the Oilers, it just feels like they're just trying to hang on at this mm-hmm. point in time. Yeah, and that was through, what, two Oilers power plays, at him, yeah. right? And we thought, we thought Colorado deserved maybe one or two in that period, too, that they did not get. So, yeah, looking good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling okay Why about we that. Not, I mean, we've only been doing this show, what, like – I mean, two years. Two years, yeah. You're, you're I would have preferred now. two goals in the first period, but I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay. Kelly Bidlin. Update from Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. He is, quote, okay. All right. one nothing avalanche through a period. We're going to update all the rest of the scores, all three of them, on the other side of the break. Talk some AL East, a fascinating division in Major League Baseball. We'll get into that on the other side. Our final hour of prime time. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.